forever. Dog. Yeah, the I couldn't. I I, I couldn't with Matt Damon showing up at the end. He's not even credited in this movie. This is what he always does. This is exactly what I thought. He he does this all the time. It's so annoying. Does he owe somebody? Like, does he owe these people? Or like, why does he continue? No, it's because everybody knows he'll do it. Yeah. And so they just get him to do it. But it's like... I'm tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> he did it in Interstellar. He did it. I feel like he did it in another movie that was just like this, where he like he was like the big business person at the end of the Yeah, what what was it? We, was we watched it. Uh, it was some movie that we watched. Oh, crap. And he's probably uncredited, so we'll never find it. I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was some movie that like literally everyone in the movie was black, and then they were like, but also Matt Damon's in this. <laughs> What was it? It wasn't the bank movie, though, right? No. No, I don't think it was the... Because he was, like, much younger. Oh, uh, Finding Finding Forrester, right? Like, at the end of Finding Forrester, he comes oh, in and he's like... he's the... You're right. He's like, uh, all this money was left to you, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What the yes. hell? <laughs> Listen, the craziest Matt Damon situation ever, I remember, I, I will always say is um, Eurotrip. Like, that... I still yeah. don't understand why he's in Eurotrip singing Scotty Doesn't Know. But I remember being in high school, like, is that Matt Damon? Like, I do. Yeah. <laughs> he has a really great Entourage cameo, too, where, like, he shows up as himself, but he's, like, this sort of, like, self-absorbed actor. But then it's either the tag at the end or there's just like a runner where it's him screaming on the phone talking about how they fucked him <laughs> like he's, he's like on set like waiting for for vince to show up or something and he's just like you fucked me you fucked like it's like a montage of him screaming it's hilarious it's also funny i think he had to direct him in a commercial and he kept saying vinny was like terrible yes like the whole yeah, time he's like yeah, he's that fucking might, awful that might <laughs> I have an Oscar. Yeah, he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like uh, the whole time. Every time he tries to act, he just keeps shitting on him, and he's like, it's like a charity for kids or something like that. It's like, do you want the kids? <laughs> like he just, just on that. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm gonna have to well, watch. We're starting you. off this podcast talking about Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, what? How did that happen? Because <laughs> I mean, come on. Wow. When he shows up in the movie, you're just like, what's happening? Like, it, the movie sort of just becomes about that. <laughs> like, at that point oh, in the movie, man. you're like, now I guess this this is about Matt this Damon. Is a, this is a Matt Damon film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, like, really? Man. That's what you went with? You couldn't make no sudden move? Okay. <laughs> I am upset because I want it to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not even going to acknowledge it. I'm not even I didn't hear it. No, I'm saying like they couldn't think of something else, you know? It's like you didn't have no sudden move. What are you saying? Stop. <laughs> stop. Don't why do you say what it again all the time? What is supposed to mean? <laughs> what is what's supposed to mean? Like you always say it again like it's a better <laughs> vibe. Stop. Don't no. Uh, no. 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 All right. <laughs> no sudden move. Stop. <laughs> Just stop. Can you? Um, can we start this? <laughs> I don't know. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid to make... I don't want to make no sudden move. Okay, dude. Okay. Oh, let's, start you, okay. Let's start the show. Let's start the show. 
Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drum Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. And if it's ever not going to happen, it's Don Cheadle's phone voice. Don Cheadle's phone voice. You know how his phone voice was more the accent than the way he talked? First, it's so funny. I, guess so. <laughs> I loved his That's accent. Happened. That's the bad part. It was I great. It, loved it was great. But on the phone, there was something about on the phone. Like on the phone, he was like, ah, ah, it was like more. <laughs> and then they would cut to him like talking on the phone and it would be, be more subtle. <laughs> uh, I love that. I love that. Oh, but his right. voice is great for me, so I'm sorry. For those of you who don't know, this oh, excellent God. timber of a voice that you're listening to right now. One that you would say, hey, maybe you should do America's top 40 instead of Casey Kasem, who hasn't done it. (laughs) No one's saying that. Instead of Casey Kasem? (laughs) Maybe you should dub over Casey Kasem's voice. No one's saying that. That Nobody's saying that. It's Jonathan Braylock. That's, That's who this is. Wow. Casey Kasem was the voice of Shaggy and Scooby Doo. Yeah, James. <laughs> yeah, what, in, the, in the original cartoons. I don't yeah. know if he started it, but he was the voice in the early cartoon. Yeah, yeah. All right. I thought he was the the main. Was one. he the original from the beginning? He was I the original, so. Melissa. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, he was Listen the voice of Shaggy. So quick. It was crazy. Really? That's really wild to think about. Uh, this voice is that? No, no, James. <laughs> God dang it. Sorry. Uh, this voice that is tired already is that of Gerard Milligan. And this voice is James the Third. All right. As you can see, neither of those voices could replace Casey Kasem. Wow. Are, are you doing Casey Kasem? Like, Why is this, is this about- energetic? <laughs> Detroit, baby. <laughs> I know. It's Oh, my God. Melissa anyway, just chimed uh, in saying that it's Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Why did Ryan you jump Seacrest to Casey Kasem? Uh, you no, could have said Ryan Seacrest. No, because we're I'm ignoring right because yeah, Ryan Seacrest. Of course, he replaced Casey Kasem. But now that people are hearing this voice, they're like, "Wait a minute!" I thought he replaced Dick Clark. Listen, Ryan Seacrest replaced everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's a lot of he's the go-to host. Um, <laughs> Y'all remember when it was another white dude on American Idol? It was two of them. Never bring this up. That poor dude. Is he around? What's he doing? Everybody tells me that this happened, but I refuse to believe it, even though I've seen the YouTube clip. (laughs) I used to watch the first season. I believe that that happened. Where'd that guy go? Um, I I never watched the first season. Um, Guys, today we are a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity Mm. in Hollywood. But today, no, why am I saying but? <laughs> and today. Yeah, I'm going to say what? <laughs> but today are we not we're doing, doing it today? <laughs> today we're doing uh, and today Goodwill we're... Hunting starring Matt Damon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today we are doing the film No Sudden Move. That is an HBO Max film. Uh, I, I don't think this came out in theaters. No, no, no. I don't think so either. No. Nah. Which is strange to me. But because it's a star-studded film, it has Don Cheeto, Benicio del Toro. You also have Ray Liotta. You got David Har- 
Berger. How do you say his last name? Yeah, you got, you got, <laughs> you got <laughs> Kieran Culkin. You got uh, Brandon Frazier. Brandon Frazier. Brandon Bill Duke. Bill Duke. Uh, and then, of oh, course, Oh, John Hamm was in this for like Amy, five yeah, John Hamm. What's her name? The don't know how to say her last name. Amy Simons? She was... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't know her name. What? Yeah, no, I uh, I was like... She was the one that was most familiar to me out of all the... The other... There is one who was... She was in the the movie with Adam Sandler. Oh, uh, Julia, Julia Fox. Julia Fox. Julia Come Fox. on. I still haven't seen that movie but she was great too she had the most kills yeah, yeah she did um, also <laughs> i was shocked i don't know why i was shocked to see her you know what maybe this is progress um frankie shaw was in this who had that show milf but you know milf had a, a lot of controversy for her directing oh, and stuff. but you know what hey man you know oh also noah jupe who i i feel like he's been in everything recently yeah i had to yeah. google him because i was like i that know dude. this kid I didn't know he was like the shine of everything. He's in kid. Quiet Place. Yeah. He was in The Undoing and Honey Boy. Whenever I see him, I always think he's from something else. I always think he's from none of his credits. <laughs> I'm always like, why do I know this kid? And I think of 12 other projects that aren't his. Oh. And then I go, no, I've seen, but I've seen well, all these he other also, things. He's, he also looks a little bit like the kid from Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. And so I want to assume it's him. That's not. He doesn't have the like the teeth. Yeah. Right. I mean, I like him a lot though, because he's um he's great. And Honey Boy, he was really good. And then also in a good place. Woo! A good place too. He Quiet was acting place. his ass off. Quiet place. He was acting yeah, his he ass was off. Real... Man. Oh man, I have thoughts about good a good place. Listen, too. Quiet now, place now, is now definitely I'm not a, a good, good place. place. Sorry, sorry, it's not a good place. You're right. <laughs> All right. Let's about talk about good. Quiet Place too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this film has a uh, 90% Rotten Tomatoes, 61% audience score. Okay. This is like I one of those know. movies growing up that just felt like an adult movie. Like, <laughs> this is the movie, like... This is one of those movies growing up. You just saw it two days. <laughs> but, it like, felt, he means... But this feels like, this feels like, you know... The style of movie is not flashy. Right. It's not yeah, like it's Steven not Soderbergh flashy. film. No, no, this doesn't feel like a Steven Soderbergh film to me. This feels like Soderbergh... I mean, it just feels different. It feels like grown, mm-hmm. where like my uncle, and that was a St- Soderbergh film, I'm saying, but it feels like. I'm just saying that it was grown. You didn't feel like Steven Soderbergh films were grown. I don't like know. A- they felt like out of sight and like out of sight and oceans felt like they were grown, but it felt like cool grown. Whereas this is the one where I'm like, my 50 year old, you know, uncle might be like, hey man, I saw that movie. And I'm like, nigga, I don't know what you're talking about. That's the kind of, this is what that movie felt like. Traffic though? Right, yeah. That's what I, I was more (laughs) meant like traffic. Oh, I never remember he does traffic. Wow, I always consider like the girlfriend experience, the oceans, um, yeah, yeah. I think of a whole lane. different. Yeah, I have a whole different <laughs> magic mic. I think of a whole different. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy! I forgot. Sorry. Oh man, that's crazy. Anyhow, also did Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. Wait, he did Aaron Brockovich. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Damn, I had no idea. The informant contagion haywire. Anyway, no sudden move. It's a crime mystery kind of movie, a lot of twists and turns. We basically are following, well, we're following a lot of people, but like Don Cheadle and Benicio Del Toro are set up for this, you know, simple job. It's supposed to be a simple job where they 
babysit a family while the father has to go run an errand and then they're going to get paid $5,000 each. Or actually, I think Benicio Del Sorio was getting higher rate. He had, a, I think, what was it? 7,500. Yeah. But then, you know, complications arise and stuff happens. What else to say about this film? Oh, mm. I do like I forgot to say. Steven Soderbergh, his coolness about him is that, you know, he usually DPs his movies and will like DP on other movies under like random ass student names. So the one for this movie is Peter Andrews, but it's actually Steven Soderbergh. So I think wow. that's always fun. Yeah. I mean, you can actually DP. Him why is he DP under writer. a different name, though? What's the purpose of that? I don't know. I'm looking at an article about it right now. I'll read it and let you know. Wikipedia says the budget for this film was just like $8.19 million, which is insane for this cast and the fact that it was a period piece. How, how, did, it, how did it cost that little? How did it possibly know. cost that little? I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, that's really it. All right. Shall we do? Initial thoughts. No sudden move. HBO Max. This is how movies are now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Great go first. Streaming. I'll go first. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Melissa says that Steven Soderbergh does that due to issues with the Writers Guild early in his career. Soderbergh was forced to come up with a pseudonym to receive credit for cinematography work on his films. He's named Peter Andrews as a tribute to his father, his father and middle names. All right. F- first and middle names. Oh, that's dope. That's nice him. Issues with the Writers Guild? All right, I'm going to have to look into it. What even? I got a link to. I got a link to. This movie was good. I'm not going to lie. At one point, I genuinely stopped caring. Oh. <laughs> I can't tell you what point, and I'm scared to say what point, because I feel like y'all going to judge if it was too early. So yeah. You can say what point. 15, you, don't want you know exactly when it was. It's like 15 minutes into the movie. It was like, no, man, no, no. Fuck, it, it had no way. How could, no, how no, could no. it only be 15 no, 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 no. I was with it for a while. It just didn't end. Yeah, once we got to like the hour 30, I was like, all right. Okay. I think an hour and a half into the movie, it feels like the movie's over. And then there's 30 more minutes. Yeah, I, I that's like, how oh. I, I felt that. I felt that too. For some reason, they decide to go let's figure out what this what's go what's actually <laughs> happening let's keep going let's let's go all the way to the top i thought the acting was great i actually really like don Cheadle's voice in this movie i like this voice too it i just really was... like his voice <laughs> i thought it was actually really cool i love that david harper was like kind of the geeky guy yeah man it was enjoyable yeah i just always wonder is ray Liotta tired like is he like <laughs> guys like i get it Dude's been playing the same. They don't even give him new lines anymore. They're just like, hey, remember that shit you said in that other movie? And I think he's also in that um, new, what's the, what's the show about? The Sopranos movie coming out. And I'm like, all right. He's got to be in that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what? Crazy. That's really crazy. That's crazy. I thought it was good. I thought it was fun. What he does, baby. Makes mob movies. So yeah. I don't need to see this again, but hey, it was a good watch for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was similar to you, Gerard, in that I enjoyed it. I thought it looked cool. I thought the acting was good. But then there is a point. I feel like it's like right around the time <laughs> that right before Matt Damon shows up, where it's just sort of like, why is this still happening? Like, why? Is, why are we still in this? There are also times for me to. Ed Solomon wrote this, and there were times where I don't know if I was letting Matt color the movie or if just I was like tonally tonally I'm struggling a little bit like I'm struggling a little bit with like 
what's happening. Like, is is this scene supposed to be comedic and it's being directed like it's mm. not? Or is it, you know, I liked as the mystery was unraveling for most of it. All that stuff was fun. But then it was like so many double crosses. There were like in the last like 12 minutes of the movie, there's 45 double crosses. <laughs> <laughs> And it was it, just it felt like, like uh, uh, what was it? Double, double take or uh, the one with Eddie Griffin and uh, oh yeah, Jones. did that have a bunch of <laughs> yes. double crosses at the end? I don't even remember. I don't even remember that. You almost yeah. called this movie terrible because that movie no. was awful. No, no, no. Double, it was not bad. Like I like double. First, well, I like double take, but yeah. in double take, yes, at the end of the movie, it's like five double crosses. There are just so many at the end of this, yeah. and so that was like it became uninteresting because like everybody was turning on everybody. And like when Benicio turns on, it was like, it was just all this weird, like water under the bridge. Let's keep going. Even though he clearly just, I don't know. There was like a lot of like, I don't get why everyone's turning on everybody and is part of this turning on it, the plan or not, or not the plan, you know? So uh, that just got too much, but yeah. But like, ultimately I feel like the movie's fun and sort of generally love that HBO Max is doing like these movies with these like big stars that are like kind of smaller, you know, stories. I'm liking that. I'm I'm into seeing what else they do. Man, it sucks because these are movies you would want to see in theaters, but you can't anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So for me, like, this is definitely not a bad movie, but there's a part of me that feels like, and I don't, I honestly can't tell anymore. I can't tell if it's the fact that it was just a streaming movie and I just like could put it on my TV or the fact that like the first time I saw that this movie existed was because I was just scrolling HBO Max and I just saw that and I was like, there's a film with this cast that like (laughs) I had, I literally knew nothing about until it was just popping up on my HBO Max screen, which is, it just feels insane because there's so many people in the so many actors, big, like mm-hmm. bigger name actors in this movie, a huge name director, a huge screenwriter, you know, and I'm like, I don't know anything about this film. It wasn't so bad that I was like, oh, that's why they just buried it. But it also wasn't it didn't feel like it lived up to. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't it wasn't like one of those movies where I remember when like American Gangster came out and I was like, oh, I was like so pumped to see that. Even if I, I mean, I, I like that film a lot, but I think like, like for some people it's like, oh, it wasn't as good as you thought it was going to be. There was still like prestige to it. Yeah. And for this, it didn't feel like that. It just felt like these guys were just doing a movie. I will say I'm, I'm like, I'm down with like Brennan, what Brennan Fraser looks like and acts like now. I don't know. There yeah. was something about Hell it. Yeah. I was like, I like this transformation. I like this. Come on, like, Brendan Fraser. Dude. <laughs> dude, I, dude, I like man. this new Brendan Fraser. Like, it, it was kind of cool. There were there was a point in time where I felt like, are these actors maybe a little too old? You know? Specifically Don Chino and Benicio Del Toro just because, like, it didn't feel like the film was leaning on them supposed to be, so like, yeah, like being post, like, retirement or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Which it felt like mm-hmm. they should be. I also feel like I don't know. I don't really know what this movie was about, like outside of just like a fun caper, you know, like outside of the plot. What was the movie really about anything? I mean, at the end, they like I thought it was a joke. (laughs) I thought it was a joke when he was like, yeah, man, this plans for an exhaust. I was like, oh, I I thought that was a legit joke thing. No, but no, yeah, they like tied it into like real history of like this real thing that happened with these big auto companies like conspiring 
together to prevent like this new technology from getting out. And I was like, okay, but this isn't connected to the mm-hmm. film at all. Or mm-hmm. even any of it. I mean, like it's barely connected to the themes of the film. It's like Matt Damon had to come in and tell us like what this movie was all about, kind of. Yeah. And I was like, I guess. And then the end is strange. I want to talk about it. I definitely was confused sometimes. I think I followed it through, but I, I was kind of, I don't know. Anyway, well, I guess we'll get into it. I will, I will admit something to you right now before we start. I watched it, and at a certain point... Don't tell me you, you skipped ahead. I didn't skip ahead. What did you do? TikTok, <laughs> man. TikTok is the devil, okay? I was, I was watching it, but at one point, I was like, I don't know what's happening anymore. Right. And I was on TikTok, and I looked at this thing. <laughs> so I, you weren't watching it. Try didn't watch this movie. <laughs> I was like, but at I one think, point, at one I point, think, I didn't care about the movie anymore. I think, <laughs> Maybe I it was, was on TikTok. I, <laughs> I think I was on TikTok longer than I thought, so I had to go back at a certain point. We had get there, and I tell you what part I had to go back. But I had to go back, and when I rewound how long it was, it was like 15, 20 minutes. And I was like, yo, that means I was on TikTok for like 15. <laughs> That's TikTok does that though. I, I swear I open that app and then four hours go by. And I'm like, yo. I've been in the <laughs> same spot. Like, what am I doing? Like, what did I do? I'll tell y'all which parts seemed funny to me as we as we go through it. But it was a lot of the David Harbour stuff. A lot of the and, and it was I think weird because we stayed with him. We like follow the end of his journey to yeah. a point where I was like, "What? Like he's not even connected to this movie? Our yeah. movie's main right, characters yeah. anymore?" <laughs> I was like, "Is he a main character?" Like, I <laughs> all right, at the top, Don Cheadle's walking down the street. That's the other thing is like I don't know if we ever get a that good of a sense of like who this guy is. I guess we get his main motivation, which is he wants to buy a piece of land that he lost. Something. Yeah, somebody took some land from him and yeah. he's trying to get it back. I think that woman he meets, he goes he to suitcase. I guess they, yeah, they dated. Yeah. Is that his something. baby? That I liked that scene. I don't, I don't I w- my thought was that, I don't know, she cries immediately when the baby cries. And I was like, damn, are they trying to tell us that that's his baby or she didn't want him to know that she had moved on to that degree? You know, I couldn't oh, tell. I couldn't I tell either. which which Wait, one it was. Was the guy there her father or her husband? You know, I thought it was her father, but then I was like, maybe it's her. I thought it was her father. I thought yeah. it was a father too, but then I was like, back in the day, old dudes stayed dating young women, so I was like, it could be her. I mean, husband. clearly, he yeah. also let him in the house. <laughs> I don't know what's her name, Julia Fox. Oh yeah, was with. Two men that are much older than her. Yeah. I think she's younger than all of us, too. I thought it was her father. But then when the baby cried, I was like, well, now I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to tell us that this is his child and he's just about to walk away from this baby. Or is she, you know, what what is it that she's feeling? But I liked that scene. I liked that scene a lot. Yeah, it felt like he didn't know it was his baby. Anyway, at, at the top, at the top. He goes... And he, he goes to the bar. And this part I did find funny when he's like, hey, you call for me. Yeah, somebody looking to get some work done. And he's like, where is he at? He's in the back. He's like, what is he, white? And he goes, uh, man. He didn't say <laughs> <laughs> that uh, actor is uh, Craig Mums Grants, RIP, passed away this year. 
Oh, um, he. Great I actor. thought he looked familiar. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Great actor. Great turn in this movie. Yeah, and then we kind of get this this idea that he's like, oh, it better not be Frank, and it's like it's not Frank, and then he's like, why, you know, why are you trying to set me up? Why are you giving me to like some sketchy stuff? And he's like, listen, after what you did at the hotel, you know, you lucky anybody's calling. So we're like, all right, something happened with him at the at a hotel, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And so, yeah, so you're like, okay, like who, you know, whatever, some, some gangster stuff. Uh, we see Brendan Fraser, he tells him about the job. Uh, then they drive over to meet Benicio Del Toro. Then Benicio Del Toro is with Julia Fox. And we can kind of tell that she's like, they're probably having an affair. We don't know yeah. about it's what. It's a reveal that she's Frank's. Yes, wife, yes. right? That when that happens, it's a reveal okay, yeah. to me. It, it is. Yeah, but she yeah, talks yeah. about, she talks about how whoever, her husband is in that scene. He doesn't compliment her. He doesn't like right. why would I right, put out for right, somebody right. who has yeah. so you know yeah. she's cheating, you just don't know who she's cheating with. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was cool. I guess yeah. you don't I know until it. I didn't know until Until the scene. Yeah. Well, well, until well, but even right before that scene, Don Cheat or sometime before that scene, Don Cheeto said something like reference the fact, like, I know why he wants to kill you, you know, and something about it's the wife. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. oh. Okay. I mean, I thought Don Cheetah was acting his ass off in this movie, man. The sorry, uh, Emmy nominated two minutes of acting time, <laughs> Don Cheetah. Listen, uh, why are you give him, him no, an no, Oscar no shade. for this. I was, that was a compliment. <laughs> I was trying to give him like put respect on his name. Shit, that like, was a compliment. It was two minutes of acting. Like it, it goes back to like when you're in acting school and they're like, "There's no small part." Because like if you get nominated for two minutes, yo, yeah, come on. Does now, he have, was, was does he have a Tony? Yet, can we give him a retroactive Tony for his performance in Top Dog Underdog? And just can we just get let him egot? Can we just? Yeah. He's too good yeah. for this. Let's just give him a Grammy for some for for his for him lip syncing uh, Kendrick Lamar in that music video. Give him a Grammy uh, for that. <laughs> I like Don, man. Don seems like a cool dude who like. I mean, I hope he's. I mean, he seems cool. Like I remember, like you know, he started on Fresh Prince. You know, playing yeah. Will's friend from back home. I like him. I um, mean, in this movie, I did love his accent. Brad, I think you're right. They don't talk about their age, but he did feel like a dude who was old, who was trying to like get out to me. He felt like a look like in, he was hiding out. Apparently, he had just got out of jail two days prior. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Um, stabbed a dude in jail. So, I mean, I only started thinking about his age in that scene with with his ex. Uh. Because I, you know, I've obviously been thinking about Benicio's age because he's with Julia Fox, who's clearly young. I was about to say, I started thinking about exes. And I was like, whoa, talking about J Lo? J Lo got you, you know. <laughs> like, everybody talking about exes after J Lo. Uh, <laughs> Happy birthday, J Lo. You know? No, but then we opens up, and it's fun because they almost instantly get the team, would you call them a team together? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's so fast. And then when Kieran, when he shows up, I'm like, this dude's so funny to me because he he feels anachronistic. <laughs> yes. It's like just his presence. When you think about him, like the three movies I remember him from are uh or three projects are this one, of course, Braylock put me on to succession. Thank you, Bray. And then also Scott Pilgrim. And yeah. it's all kind of like the same spectrum of the same character. You know what I'm saying? Like this was just a little grimy. <laughs> yeah. 
But I feel like the kid on secession, if he had to shoot somebody, he would. You know what I mean? I feel like he definitely would do it if his dad was like, hey, I need you to go over there and kill that dude. I guess I got, you know, I feel like he would do it. When he showed up, I got hyped. Because the second he showed up, I was like, this shit about to go horribly wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and they, you know, we don't know because he doesn't get like an introduction scene like the other two do. He would you know, they just go back to the spot and he's he's, he's there. The, he's the third guy. And it was like, oh, yeah, OK, all right. It's all about to go down. It's like and you knew you knew he was going to be the wild card. Like you knew everything about him the moment <laughs> you saw him. You're like, he's about to fuck up this show <laughs> in some way. <laughs> He just you were, when he said, I was about the black guy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. white dude about to ruin it. <laughs> I do like how they address race and moved on from it kind of fast. It was like two scenes, which I guess, you know, this movie takes place in what, the 70s or something? 50s. Yeah. Oh, is it 50s? Oh, yeah. Well, they definitely had to talk about it. I shouldn't have laughed at this, but I laughed when he w- was wiping the seat. <laughs> he was hitting oh, that it was, so he hit it so, so hard because it was like it was like what do you do like what are you wiping away? It was away? so aggressive. It was so aggressive. Like why is he banging on the seat? <laughs> <laughs> no, and then like I don't, also you knew like if Don Cheeto had to defend himself, you're like Don Cheeto could handle this. Probably like give him a good fight. Yeah. Also, is Benicio del Toro in this movie? Is he white? They keep calling him white. But, like, in real life, Benicio Del Toro is not white, right? Like, he's not. Well, what is white? I mean, yeah, what is whiteness? Especially for people of Hispanic origin. They always, it's always, like, you know, because they consider like... white Hispanic or white or black Hispanic. I mean, he's Mexican. He's Puerto Rican. He's Puerto Rican? I mean, that's what they say on, on Wiki. I liked the scene at the end when Matt Damon was sort of trying to be like, you know, we're... You know, you got to understand that, like, my last name was, it was Stein. You are added Stein or whatever, what, like, they were trying to, like, talk about. Oh, because he was <laughs> Jewish? He was supposed to be, he was No, to, I think he, he, he took a Jewish name when he, or he was, or he was Jewish, but then took the name Stein when uh, he came, when he came over. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but then, but then Don Cheeto's just like, yeah, Stein, huge setback. <laughs> It's just like, all right, well, come on. There's there's all kinds of nuance and com- complexity to this, to this reality. But he said it was such, he was so like, yeah, man, that really set you back. Like, <laughs> I mean, this movie was so interesting to me because I'm like, I-, I was confused on who technically was the bad guy and why they were bad at first. Like, I- we have no clue. <laughs> what's happening because it's like outside of like okay they got to go get this like the the first setup is like okay they come into this house with david's character and his family's there and they're like holding them all hostage and then they have to go take david to his office to get some envelope with something in it with secret documents in it we don't know what it is Mm. david says he doesn't know what it is they certainly don't know what it is that's all it's supposed to be they're all wearing masks the plan is just to get those documents and that's that. They don't want anybody to get hurt. So like we have all, you know, we have all a lot of like, you know, somebody comes over to the house and he's finding a hard time to get it, but then he can't get the document. We know that the document isn't there. We see him hand something to the guy. So we know he's lying. And the guy is like, I'll, I'll call it Brendan Fraser's character is like, wait, you know, go to back to the house. I'll get you a call for the next instructions. And so before he gets a, even gets a call, so it's like 
we're like, does he know that these documents are fake? Like, we don't know that yeah. anybody knows that yet. I don't think he even knows. I think he's like, yo. I rewind at this part because I was so confused. I thought that things changed at this moment because, you know, and I like the little things that they were saying, you know, oh, they wouldn't want to hurt us because they're wearing masks. And right. blah, blah, blah. You know, like go back and await further instructions. It felt like that was a clue of like something. There's going to be further instructions. I thought it just meant like he's going to verify the documents. If the documents aren't good, then something bad is going to happen. And so you're like, uh oh, something bad's going to happen because we know that he doesn't have the documents and he just lied about it. Right. But then Cole, like, there's no phones, right? So like Charlie gets back and immediately takes his mask off. Takes yeah. his mask off and he's like, leave the car running. We're going inside of the house, collect everybody. And you're like, what's going on? And they're like, what's going on? You know? See, I thought he was going, once he took that mask off, once they had that exchange in the driveway, I was like, yeah, he about to kill all of them. Because yeah. I will say, when I got carjacked once, it was like the dude didn't have a mask on. And I remember when I told the cops and everybody that particular part, everyone was like, oh my God, what? Like, it was a, it was a big deal. Yeah. It was a yeah. big deal. And like my mind, I was like, ah, yeah, man. You know, like, like, you survived. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I, in my mind, I had no idea that like, how grand this thing was. They were like, no mask? Like, nah, he's like, T.I., you know? I thought, full description. <laughs> like, no mask? Yo, I remember people freaking out. I was like, oh, yeah, because usually when you see their face, you about to go. And I think Don Cheadle notices that instantly. The moment he yeah. walks in without that mask, that camera goes yeah. right to Don Cheadle's face. And I'm like, man, he's about to kill all of them. <laughs> right. And, and then he was about to kill the dad, and then Don Cheadle kills him. And mm-hmm. so we're like, all right. So now they're trying to figure out what's happening. Then they, they get a call. Don Cheeto's told to kill everybody, including Benicio Del Toro. And he'll get the money. And so he's like, I'm not trusting that. Tells Benicio Del Toro. They wind up just leaving. And then their plan is to go get this document themselves, figure out how to get it. I didn't quite understand that, like, if they found that document, then they were going to be fine. You know what I mean? Like, it seemed like things were so fucked. This <laughs> was already so fucked at this point that, like, Finding the document, I didn't know how I was going to help them. I was like, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if y'all have any leverage. <laughs> like, I think that's you still felt that way, obviously. But I think the idea was like, well, somebody wants us dead. I don't. I guess I. I guess the characters were lying, but like, because he eventually confronts Frank Capella, and mm-hmm. and yeah. Frank was like, I had nothing to do with like I wasn't trying to kill you. But then why would they... Yes, you were. <laughs> yeah, why would they kill them, you know? Uh-huh. So he was, right? He was just lying. He, he yeah, that? he was lying. Okay, my, okay. my only frustration with it is that it's great. I think you think you brought it up. American Gangster is so funny because I kept thinking of American Gangster in this movie for some reason. Maybe because I just went to visit my parents. My mom watched it for the first time in her first... <laughs> and like midway through the movie, she goes, why do they keep showing... Uh, First, I get why, why I get um, calling characters their character name and not actor name. Why they keep showing the gladiator? And I was like, <laughs> you're right, Ma. The gladiator is in this movie way too much. <laughs> and like watching this movie, I kept thinking about Don Cheadle and I'm like, okay, cool. We can we can split the time between Don Cheadle and Benicio Del Toro, but like, why am I following David Harbour's character? Like he, like yeah. usually if he's in the movie, he's the guy that like, once the cops show up and we see him, like, either he messes up again that affects the people, but, like, they went to his boss's house. Like, we officially don't need to see him 
Yeah. Or the fact that the but girls... That was, he, but that was part of it. Like, everybody was playing everyone. because It sort of immediately becomes a part of the movie once we learn that they had a plan with the doc... Like, the, like part of the reason that the documents the are out there... The started. And, yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that they had this plan of, like, trying to sell those documents so that they can then run off together. Their scene, the scene that they have where he's, like, trying to explain, like... And I didn't do it. You know, like that's that scene to me was was the scene that I struggled with the most in terms of is this supposed to be <laughs> funny or is this supposed yeah. to be serious? I'm sorry, I didn't. Do, you know what I mean? Like it was kind of like kind of had that energy of like I messed up. <laughs> Once she later shows up and like she didn't get the money, she's like, oh, I'm leaving with the other dude at the office. I'm like, I don't care. Like, why do we care? Like, also, you get, I, who, why do I care? I, why is it so easy for her to just... So she just she just leaving with niggas at the office? And I was like, I don't care about her. I don't care about him that much. I was like, I don't care. It and was kind of like, cool, though, that the women were all... The women were all working an angle. <laughs> they were all working an angle and, sure. like, gonna get theirs. That was part of the movie. They were like, yeah. So was this... So would this be considered, like... And just a big ensemble, like just basically like everyone's out to get there. So I'm like at the at the end of the day, I was like, tell me more about Don Cheeto. Like, show me him and I guess Benicio. But we got to jump out to see all these other people. And I'm like, I don't care about them. Like, uh, whatever happens with Frank, I don't care about Frank like that. Is he the big bad or not? Nah? Like John Hamm, I'm about to see this cop. Like, what's the literally when John Hamm shows up in the middle and then at the end it's just there with Matt Damon. Like, what was the point of John Hamm? I was so. <laughs> it was weird because, like, they set up John Ham. Like, John Ham comes in, and you're like, "Oh, I guess now there's going to be like a cop on their tail the whole time." Same. Yeah. And, and he literally follows, or I thought he was following them, but then all of a sudden he wasn't following them. He just saw mm -hmm. them leave, and I was like, "What?" And I guess at the end, we're just supposed to know that he. Actually, I don't really know. He's in the pocket of the mob. I mean, he's in the pot. He's not in the pocket of the mob. He's in the pocket of. Matt Damon. Yeah. Is Matt big, Damon not the mob? A big tech. Oh, no. He's big, big no, tech. Matt, yeah, Matt Damon is higher the mob. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. He's big tech. He's big tech. There is one move. There is big one auto. thing that bothers yeah. me. Yeah, big automotive. Um, and there, there's a movie I want to see, but I think I, we will see it soon. I'm just worried about, someone says it, either either Frank, um, Ray Liotta, or, or Matt Damon, and they talk about like trying to turn the Italians and the blacks against each other. It's like, it's a quick line. Like, I forgot who says it is about, oh. and I'm like, seeing a movie about like the mobs and seeing the black people, I guess my biggest problem with American gangsters, like for the black people to be as successful as they were also being black, to see that happen and to see how big they got, I'm like, oh, that would be a crazy movie to see like the mob factions, like, kind of at war or almost being pitted against each other by an outside party. Usually it was like the white party putting the Italians and the, the blacks against each other. And I'm like, oh, that'd be a cool movie. And then as I'm sitting here, I'm reading the synopsis for the Sopranos movie, and that's what it's supposed to be about, but not from the black side. And I'm like, oof, this might be a tough watch. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I want to see, like, I think the reason I want to see Don Cheadle is because Again, in American Gangster, we don't spend as much time as I thought we were going to spend with Denzel. So I want to see that black mobster dude or like the shiesty dude who kind of like can maneuver in and out and like has survived in this this mob space while like evading the Italian mob, the police, 
the black mob, you know, like Bill mm-hmm. Duke is after him at one point. And it's like, show me like how crafty is this dude? And they had him be a, smarter than people, but I felt like we kept jumping out to characters who didn't matter. And I'm like, just put it on this black dude. It's Don Cheadle. You know what I'm saying? It's like, put it, come on, yeah. man. Give me Don Cheadle. I also think that part of the reason that it feels like we want to see more Don Cheadle, because I do think that the, that the movie maybe ultimately is a little bit more ensemble than than not. But it's that when shit hits the fan, we get like two or three scenes back to back that are Don Cheadle focused, which sort of which I think gives the impression that like he is is our main focal I mean, character. The movie begins and ends with him, so he definitely right. is. Right, but it's yeah. like, but then, but then they do, you know, mid second act into the third act. A substantial amount of that is just other characters that, at this point in the movie, we feel like don't. <laughs> you know, Don Cheadle leave with five five thousand dollars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny when they don't kill him and they just give him that stack. And I think I think well, it's five thousand. Well, that's that's the whole. This is the thing that I want to talk about in terms of what this movie is about because. The whole movie, Benicio Del Toro's character keeps saying, like, don't get greedy. Just, like, take take what you can, you know, when it's 125, but Don Cheadle wants to get more. And then when it's 375, he's like, let's go get that 125. And he's like, you are all you always want more. You always want more. But then by the end of the movie, we see that Don Cheadle's offer to build Duke is actually what he wanted, which was just safe passage and $5,000. So I guess it was like at the end, you're supposed to go like, no, no, he never wanted all of this. He just wanted that, like that thing. And I was just like, I was like, is this a, is there a point to this? Like, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sincerely <laughs> them having the money for two seconds and then the money all going back to the head of GM and Which then plus, plus more, plus, plus more. And mm. then him only getting the 5k. I was like, well, why did I, <laughs> why did I watch so this? I was like, like so what it, was this? So I was like, what's the point of this film? Like what Matt Damon said, which was like, uh, people like me create the rules and you'll like, even when you think you're not, even when you think you're not playing by them, you are playing by them. And like, I will always make my money. And like, you're just going to follow the, the rules and the orders that we set. Like, yeah, because mm-hmm. like, because even John Hamm giving him all of this extra money that was not his, right? Like it was other money. It was like, right. other, you know, and like not trying to even take a cut. It was like, yeah, even, even this cop who probably could have gotten more out of this is playing into this system of like, just <laughs> giving over all of this stuff that he probably could have walked away with. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, when you usually watch one of these mob movies, and I guess now that I know the Steven Soderbergh, that I love is the one that makes those cool slick movies when people are like outsmarting or like even Aaron Brockovich is like outsmarting everybody. It's like, I at one point thought Don Cheeto was doing that and maybe he, yeah, maybe right. Maybe he did get the thing he wanted. It just didn't feel cool. I don't know. Is that, is that bad? No, I, I think that's the thing that I was kind of trying to say at the beginning was like, this movie doesn't feel that cool because and it's a, this weird ending where it's like actually kind of pessimistic where it's like, no, no, yeah. no, the little person can't get one, can't one up or get over the bigger person. Like they will always like at the end of the day, only get what they're allowed to get, which is like very small little slice if they follow the rules. And yeah. if they don't, 
you know, they'll end up dead like Benicio del Toro. Like the ending was a was a bummer. Yeah. And also it wasn't like at least in some of those movies, like The Departed, for instance, like everybody loses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like but it wasn't even like everyone lost. It was like the bad guy won, the guys who we were following one literally lost his life and the other like kind of lost like or just didn't get that much you know yeah and they had to go through so much to do it but in this movie it's not so i was thinking like even at the end of this movie as stuff is happening and like you know don gets kind of like taken by bill duke and then the leaves benicio with all the money when benicio gets backstabbed i was like oh snap also when benicio gets backstabbed he sees, he pulls out the thing, he sees the bullet, and he's just like, she driving. You ain't, you, you ain't doing, you're not moving? Like, literally, he take. it's the slowest. He was in shock. Oh, but I'm like, nigga, she just shot you. You watching too many superhero movies, dude. Yeah, he was about to die. Come on, there was no, he, there was nothing he, was he could shot. do. They were in close quarters. She wasn't driving, the car was parked. Car was parked. Oh, it was the parked. car was parked. And and he was shot. He was shot. He just got shot by this woman. He thought he was running away with. That's he was true. A, there was nothing for him to, for him to but do. But then the cops knew about her in the car and just took well, the money immediately. Because after? we saw we saw John Ham see them drive away. So I just assume that like oh. John Ham must have like wrote down the description of the car. It gotcha, wasn't gotcha. John Ham. It was some other agent. But he did as they were driving oh, off. Oh, that wrote, wasn't. Oh, I thought no, that was no, him. it was. I don't think it was him. I actually, you know what? Honestly, it might have been him. But I thought it was just some. There was just some agent there, and they, we did. We see him like take down the license plate or something, and probably, probably describe the car. Um, yeah, but they. I didn't hmm. know how they knew it was her, but I guess they just knew. They just know who she is. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, she's the boss's. But uh, oh, yeah. I also didn't understand why she did that. <laughs> I like we don't really get a reason other than just like I guess she just wanted that money to herself yeah I guess yeah I, yeah no I felt like yeah she just wanted she just wanted that money to for for herself and also like was he supposed to give up that they were having an affair to he wasn't he, he was right and so he like if tricked. I'm her if I'm her I'm like fuck this dude like I'm gonna I'm gonna get this money and then and then I'm gonna shoot I'm gonna if Why? I'm her, I'm, if I'm her, every dude that wronged me is dead, and that's what, what she. How did. did he? How did he wrong her? By telling Ray Liotta, he came back. He came back and beat the snot out of her. Like she was all. Bruised. But he didn't. He didn't tell Ray Liotta. Yeah. Ray Liotta tricked him. Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta tricked him. Just right. Ray, Ray Liotta tricked him. But he still, you know what I mean. But but he still, he could have been like Ray Liotta nah. was trying to trick him, and he was, <laughs> and he kept being like, I don't know what you're talking about. He never gave it up. He never gave it up. Oh, he didn't. Okay. I thought at one point he said, I "Like, there was sorry." One point he was like, "Look, I already know. I already know." You no, got- that's what he said, and he was like, "He's like, I already know." She told me, and he was like, "I would never do that. She's out of my league. She's out of oh, my league." You're right. He de- he is denying it that whole scene. So does that mean Ray Liotta tricks her? Then he was trying to trick her, and she also was like, "No, I didn't." Do- and then he just went and beat her anyway because he. Oh, then look, it was oh, four hundred thousand yeah, dollars. That's why she did it. It was four hundred. It was it was four hundred thousand dollars. She wanted the money to herself. I to guess. herself. I was she like, been, damn, what? You just didn't care about this other dude this whole time. <laughs> She's like, nah, nigga. That nah. dude should have should have gone with GM when they tried to recruit him 
<laughs> that's what he should. That's what Benicio del Toro should. That's his lesson for the end of this movie. He should have gone with them a decade ago or whenever it was. Oh man, I didn't. I didn't get that. But I, I also didn't understand. Quite understand why John Hamm. I was like, wait, why is he giving? All, why did he give the other money to Matt Damon? I think as he works for Matt Damon, it was just giving the money back. And like, is he getting? Is he getting paid by Matt Damon? No, he's not. I, Literally, I Matt what? Damon said, I'm sorry, I can't cut. He said, I'm sorry, I can't cut you in. He's like, fine, it's your money. I'll take this. I'll take this $88 bottle of scotch. Like, I think that that moment was just supposed to show people following the rules. Yeah. I thought John Hamm was a dirty cop at the end. I thought. I would think he was dirty if he if he kept some of the money. But he didn't <laughs> keep, yeah. didn't keep any yeah, money. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Now here's another question: What was the book that Bill do? do that was to? his um, like his numbers or something. Bookie, his, uh, like everybody yeah. who owed him, he yeah. he had written in a book like all his. What do you call that? Like all his his debts. Anybody who owed money, like um, and and Don Cheadle kept it on him like they were that's was a thing yeah, that they said it. like he he oh did, it wasn't it was he stole it he that's stole why it Bill he Duke stole was, it and he kept it when did he okay. he stole it a long time ago like he stole it before and at one point when Culkin is talking to um Benicio he goes Benicio goes oh he has the book on him now and that's when Don yeah. is like sitting there sleep first off Don you sleeping around these two you just sleep <laughs> you just hat over your face Gonna get some real Z's and these two <laughs> niggas up just talking about you. Got it, and that's why Watkins wanted to kill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This uh, a, a scene that was funny. I just said I was gonna say all the scenes that I thought was. And funny. then, ex- <laughs> does anybody remember what the hotel was? The, the what hotel. the actual? I feel like maybe Culkin explained it, but I couldn't quite get what was the thing that Don Cheadle did that made him not want to. Nobody. Oh, I don't know. If 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 they said it, I didn't even I didn't even hear it. Well, I always assumed it was still in that book. No, because it was something with Frank. Oh, yeah, he like somehow botched a deal. Oh, oh yeah. If it was said, I just missed it. Right, and it might have been said in the movie, but I. If it was said, it probably said at that dinner table when Frank shows up when Don Cheadle tries to like make a bargain with him. I feel like there's a point when so many things are happening that my brain really scrambled. I was like, all right, cool. Now this person is, <laughs> now they're mad at him. And I, all right, I'm cool with that. I'm cool. Okay, wait though, but another part, I just, I just want to say, it was so funny when David Harbour was punching his, his boss. Oh, it was like, explain, he was trying yeah, to explain that he to didn't want to do it. I'm this, is how mu- this is how much I need it. <laughs> this is how much I, I love this. my job. And I thought that that was intentionally funny. I thought that that was well done. Yeah, yeah, but then some so. of those I other scenes so. were, were confusing. All right, that now was, I just wanted to say funny. that. was this is go- He said, this is going to be a punch. <laughs> and then he... He hit him. The it was such a light hit. He like had no. <laughs> there was no force behind. It. Oh uh, man! All right. Also, okay, he sorry. was great. That was in, um, Black Widow loved him. He was yeah, great. He was great, man. He was great. Hear this. We just got to talk about how good he was in that movie. No. He was great. Was, he, was, he was good in it. He was. Man. Listen, we were gonna say he was good. He was good. He was I, good. You know I, I mean? beat Captain America. Said, when was this? I don't know. The eighties. He was still in the ice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, that, man. I, I want to talk about the end, but I feel like James said it already. It's like the end doesn't 
So much happens, but I feel like once Bill Duke takes um, Don Cheadle, there's three or four scenes that kind of sum up the movie. And Don Cheadle isn't in those scenes. He's only no, in the scene where I they let him out the car. I was so mad. I was so mad. It was like, this movie is about Don Cheadle, right? And then I think we have 10, 10 straight minutes at the end before we get to him. And it was like, what is this? It's too much time away from him. The other thing that's hard about this film is that there's so, like, again, because it's mostly just about plot and not really about the characters, like, we have to, like, they have to tell us like all the stuff that was happening because it's confusing. We're like, yeah. what's <laughs> yeah. go? So what's going on? And they're like, oh, so the the you know, I mean, Matt Damon basically tells us. Matt Damon's job in this film was to tell us what the movie was about. Yeah. Like, yeah, he like <laughs> he like explains like what the documents are. <laughs> he like <laughs> explains like exactly what happened. He's like, so I hired people to get this, <laughs> and then. You sniffed it out and you worked your way up and that's why we're here now. And I was like, I like the, ah. I like the way they did it though, <laughs> that, that he was like, he was trying to figure out, he was like, I don't know why you're here. I don't know why you guys yeah. are here. He was you like, know? and then like, and then it, be was, here. <laughs> it was him putting the pieces together out loud. I liked that. That was kind of fun. Like, him being like, like, oh, so I see Naismith. Okay. So Naismith fucked me. And then you, okay. You're right. paying for our <laughs> silence. Silence about what, you know. No, we don't. we don't. Look, the thing about those auto exhaust pipes, <laughs> yeah. and then you're like, oh, okay, there it is. I didn't understand the reference or the, I didn't understand the relevance of Benicio del Toro having had met Matt Damon years ago and worked for General Motors. I didn't understand when or how or what that was about. I, I think it was like, the- I think it was supposed to be that he could have had a straight and narrow. Like, I mean, I guess clearly not because because Matt Damon's doing all this <laughs> these dirty dealings. Well, but, that but, like, is, but that's straight and narrow, though. Right, but that right, exactly. But you're that's, right. fo- that's following the rules of the <laughs> of the white supremacy system. Yeah, and, but like right, like that he yeah. could have. Wait, 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 wait. We're not political. Braylock just said white supremacy. For everyone listening at home, this is not a political podcast. He's just saying white supremacy. In the vein of this movie, this Not episode that is about white to be supremacy. flagged because of how much we've now said we have now said the W S words. No, 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 James. We're not saying what we're saying is that this this podcast isn't political. So we're talking about white supremacy in the realm you of said the it movie. Again? We're not white supremacy in the realm of um, America. I see. I see. Well, I mean, this movie does take place in America, so it is about Braylock. What are you doing? <laughs> I never said W S. I don't know why you're saying that. <laughs> I don't know why you're saying that. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's gonna hear it. They're gonna Who, and and what? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm nervous. It's not like we didn't say, James. It's not like we we're saying this movie is like about like critical race theory. You said critical don't, race theory. Oh, That's when you get canceled. Oh, okay. Snap. You can't he say critical this, race theory. He said Wait, CRT who several times. <laughs> Bray, g- come on now. You can the people will be like, hey, critical race theory, that's racist. I, I didn't say WS. The I didn't people. say CRT. The people, Bray. Say- <laughs> I'm not saying 
what kind of people or, or, or the, what the people believe, but they believe critical race theory is like racist. Yeah, wasn't it cute when Noah came down the steps and and they held him at gunpoint and then he got over to his mom and he stood in front of his that mom. That was hilarious. I love that. <laughs> I mean, we all would have did it and been know, like, all right. So... That, was a, that was a great moment. We all would have did that. And been like, <laughs> that was great. Uh, they all just laughed. They just laughed. Yeah, they cut to them. They're like laughing at him. Uh. I thought the mom was going to sell out um, Harbor because like he was cheating. I thought she was going to do something. She, she did. She did. Well, not. She, no, didn't, she didn't. She didn't sell him out to anybody. She just told every. She told the the neighbors and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and the and the and the kid. Everybody. Now they, we never see that scene, but we know that she tells he everybody. Lost everything. Yeah. Yeah. He. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. And I had to watch. I don't know why we. Yeah, we saw him and his family a little too much after this movie had. Clearly moved on from that. <laughs> like, I mean, well, listen, David Harbour here. <laughs> He's famous. You can't not have when you have David Harbour. You got to give him. They wrote three extra scenes when they, when he was cast. They wrote those other scenes. Yeah, they, those scenes weren't in the movie. Also, but why did Benicia del Toro's character know that Julia Fox was going to kill her husband? Because Ray Liotta said to him that he knows that they cheated. Even though he was backing away, he was like, oh, I know that that Frankie knows and he's probably going to beat the shit out of her. So if he's going back home, she probably going to kill him. You know what I mean? That's a lot of assumptions. <laughs> but that, that was exactly it, right? There was I no thought he way. cut the phone line or something and was like, she going to kill Because when Ray Liotta came back, he went to the phone first and the phone didn't work. Then he went upstairs, and I was like, oh, did... Oh, I didn't see that. Was this a fallback plan if Ray Liotta ever found out or something? Because, like, he he tries to call somebody. It doesn't work. He goes up, and he sees, like, the suitcase with the money, her stuff, and he's like, what is this? I guess they had already had the plan. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. A, the plan to run away. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't know when they made that plan. Did they make that plan that morning? That morning when we first saw them? I, I liked this, too, though. though. I liked... I also liked the... I keep going back to stuff that was funny. I liked the um, interrogation scene and how everybody had a slightly different, like nobody. They were so messy. <laughs> it was so They were funny. so messy. I was in the room the whole time, the whole time. <laughs> I kept my eyes closed the whole time. It was so scary. One, I kept who my had eyes the gun? Closed. One of them. One of them. <laughs> well, no, he, see that's, he did, he said, so how many of them were there? And he said, there was one of them. Oh right, yeah. He was yeah, uh, he was trying to back yeah. He was trying to get them in corners though. I like that whole scene was so when the wife said my eyes were closed the whole time, <laughs> I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> it was scary. My eyes were just closed the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see anything? You, you don't hear no voices? You, you missed the whole thing? <laughs> Your eyes were closed before something happened? Did we ever find out why the kids don't like the white the mom? Like the daughter shows no respect for this mom the entire movie. And then the son at one point goes, I'm blank to dad. Oh, that was the most white people thing I'd ever heard. I'm Matthew. <laughs> dad is Matt. I'm Matthew. And then he left. I'll, this little boy ain't saying, he about to get, listen, don't, don't, don't spank your kids, but he about to get a spank. Okay? <laughs> I'm about to say, do you ever watch movies and be <laughs> like, yo. Yo, it's the 50s. You can, they beat kids in the, Look, I'm man. saying I don't condone this, but I'm saying that kid would have got smacked. <laughs> I, I was watching this movie, and this happens from time to time where I'm like, like my mom was definitely not like, oh, you get spanking all the time. But I definitely have moments where I'm like, if I spoke up to her in public like that, yeah, yeah, not at not in the neighbor's house, 
Like not in, in the, front of in the it, neighbor's house uh-uh. with the whole fact with the family watching. Yo, then I later, promise then you. Then later she said to the mom, he's gonna do whatever he wants. <laughs> Yo, let that have been <laughs> like my not. godmother's, a cousin, or neighbor house. They would have went, they would have locked the door and be like, who whooping his ass first? Like, dude, like, it would have been a round robin of ass whoopings, okay? Round robin. Ah! Like, one would have went hot. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? And then he comes back and sits down, technically doesn't really apologize. Nope. Little badass little kid. Well, we saw this movie. We did. We did. And Don Cheadle really did act his ass off in this. He was doing yeah, some, man, some we great saw work. This movie. I really liked him in this. We saw this movie, man. It was good. I mean, look. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I have nothing. I could. The movie's not about anything. Yeah. And then at the end, they're like, they're like, in 1960 something, you know, these four auto. Uh, and it's like what companies? That's were what this was about. Arranged and then in 1975, made it public and they didn't pay any fines. And you're just like, okay, why are you telling me this? Like this was what this whole movie. Was let me say was was scary like, about I don't this. care. I don't. What? I wasn't watching a movie about the auto Co- industry yeah. conspiring <laughs> against car pollution. I was watching a movie about two small-time thieves working <laughs> to a bigger prize. Yeah, and then failing to reach it. That's what the movie I was watching. Hey, man. Look, you know, it sucks because. Like, this is probably one of the first times I've ever been scared on this podcast. Because I have a little list of, like, if people ever interview me about, like, what directors I want to, I mean, work for. Uh, Steven Soderbergh is in my top six. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say where he falls, but he's definitely in the top six. You don't say and, top six and then say, I'm not going to tell you where he falls in the top six. Okay? Right. Like, no, he's not <laughs> he's number, number six. number six. No, you don't no, say no. he's in my top. No, he's not number six. You don't say he's in my top six. I do, he's not I do, number I don't, six. I don't like doing top fives. I like even numbers. Odd okay. numbers freak me out. So like when I wake up, I wake up at 802 or 702. This or person's 70, in my top you know. seven directors. No, no, no. Won't tell but you I, won't do top, I don't do top five because top five is an odd number. <laughs> top uh, six. Okay. All right. Anywho, what I was saying is, hey, you know, I've been looking at a lot of the casting reports coming out, which is great because it's getting diverse. There's a couple of things I've been noticing. You know, it seems like Hollywood hasn't been taking enough risks in my liking on like black dudes. You know, like the, you know, the three, the three black dudes getting parts, you know, the three. But every time I see a casting, it'd be like it, it don't be a black dude. If I see a new show, it don't be no black dude on the show. Or if it's a reboot of a show, there don't be no black dude on the show. So I just want to remind Hollywood that like, you know, you know, young black actors of all ages are here. You know, we got we got we got more than five. They can they can break somebody new. You know, that's always fun. It's like, oh man, this black dude had been around for years, but never you can do that. Just wanted to put that out there. That's that's a very quick talk on Hollywood. I just noticed the trend recently because someone DM'd me, like, have you seen these seven posts or eight posts? I was like, Yeah. And they started sending me like all these new shows. And I was like, Oh yeah, ain't no black dudes on those shows. Um, so just wanted to say, hey, we here. Don't forget. Wait, you know. What? What does that have to do with this? Hmm? Well, it was like, I'm just saying, like, I want to talk to Hollywood. I just wanted to get it out that don't forget Got about the, the the young black actors and, you know, middle-aged black actors or old-aged black actors, um, you know, males, that they can, you know, act in stuff as well. That's all I want to say. That's all I want to say. <laughs> Are you trying to a- say 
this about black you actors or is this about you? <laughs> no, actually, let me say what's so funny is like this is legitimately about black dude actors, <laughs> like like black male American actors. I think it's very that that specific. You you feel like black men can't jump in Hollywood? Ooh, wow. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Honestly, no, yeah, yeah, people yeah. probably think this is a joke. Pause, but like low key. Honestly, yeah. Like that's 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 actually very, yeah. Literally over the last couple of months, I've been like, oh man, so much cool casting is happening. But then it don't be like, it be like Michael B or like Yaya, and I'm like, yo, it's mad niggas out here, dog. <laughs> no offense to them, I'm like of course book them on shit. But I'm like, but that's what happens niggas. when somebody's. But it be know, mad. But but no man, but it be. I've been seeing people of color who aren't black men particularly get on, which is great. I'm just saying, don't forget, you know, you should put black men on as well. That's all I'm saying. Like if you right. if you if you're giving jobs out, you know, it's just you know, niggas want jobs too. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. They won't eat, they got kids, you know what I'm saying? They got mortgages, rents, you know, mamas they want to make proud, you know. If they get stopped by the police, they're trying to be famous enough where the cop is a fan of their movies, you know, so that might give them a leg up. You know, little things like that. That's all I'm saying. Well, listen, you know, I normally bring up a movie right now that, like, people don't like. And I talk about it like, hey, was it good? Stuff mm-hmm. like that. I, like, ask those questions. Usually I do that right now. So I'm taking a pause. I'm taking a pause all right cool. now um, from doing this. You know? All right. So I'm thank taking you, James. A, I'm generally pausing right now, you know, from doing, you know, from this moment, for this period of, for a period of time, I'm not going to do a like a bit you know you you have done this no but i'm not gonna i have done which bit what are you saying okay um (laughs) yeah and i'm not doing it at at this moment i'm not i'm not i'm not not. you're not doing it i'm not doing it you're not doing because i'm not gonna do okay this isn't a bit this isn't a bit it's not a bit It's time for the cause. Okay, all right. James, James, <laughs> yeah, yeah. James, we can see you take a breath, okay? <laughs> Braylock is about to end it for us. I'm ready. Uh, no, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, great. It's time for the cause. <laughs> Stop laughing. We review films of leading black actors, and we talk about them. All right. <laughs> ah, this Sunday's wild. It's not because we rate review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of leading black actors in Hollywood. So if we feel like the film fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. Someone helped the cause of white palm. Doesn't help the cause at all. We don't give it anything. On the count of three, we're going to raise our ratings for this film, No Sudden Move. Damn. Hold on. I don't actually know. I have no idea. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay, here we go. One. Oh, no. And we go at two. Oh, no. I'm not ready. And it's not based on if we... Oh, God. <laughs> it's not if we liked it or anything. And, or uh, It's just if it helps the cause of more leading black actors. <laughs> you said more? Okay, all right. Cool. cool, cool. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Nothing? You're I don't think it's because of James. James said I, I almost help gave it a palm. more gave leading it a palm. black actors, and I'm like, no. It, I, I mean, so it, look, I almost wow. gave a, I almost gave it a palm because Don Cheadle is clearly just 
you know, he's like one of seven leading black actors in, wow. in Hollywood. And he's the lead. But Lonnie, the dude who played Lonnie, you Lonnie. know, that's a young cat. Only got a couple credits. Lonnie. He was in this movie. had a couple scenes. Had some fun parts. You know, gave more work to moms. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. You know, we had, we had some black people in this. All right, I gave it a fist just because it's, yes, it's Don Cheeto, but he's a, you know, it's a Steven Soderbergh film. He already was in Oceans. He wasn't the lead, and now he's the lead. Damn, that was, that was 30 years ago? He may have been in this movie <laughs> no, maybe was... 10, 15 more minutes than he was in Oceans 1. Oceans was no, get 20 out of years here. ago? How long ago it was Oceans? be a lot more than he was in Oceans 11. Oceans was... Oceans 11, he was like number eight. But he was, but he was the British one, and he was like in it because then Bonnie, Rubble, Trouble. That's the best line of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, y'all remember when? Uh, y'all remember when? Um, James, what's happened? I was just trying to remember another part from the movie. There was some other fun stuff. Right? I mean, why? Listen. Why? <laughs> why did you? <laughs> listen, you had nothing I, to say. I you. gave it. I gave it nothing. Not because I think the movie's bad. Because that's not what you're raging on. I, you know, Don Cheeto was in it. He wasn't in it. He was the lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Don, I, Don, I, I also say that I I gave it a. a, a this because you know Don Cheeto. A lot of the people that are in these Marvel movies as these roles like don't pl- don't play a lot of other parts. Like they're often only in a lot of them have only been in that. But Don been like consistently doing TV shows and like popping up in this movie. Like I like you know what I mean. It's like yeah he. I think that is that is inspiring to young black actors to see. So that's gonna help. I, listen, Don Cheeto is the only. Like, and I, don't, I mean this in a good way, but I feel like every time we have a black actor, they always got to be like the big six foot, I got to break down the door type nigga. And I'm like, there are average Joe, Dustin Hoffman, uh, Bruce Willis, fucking uh, like everyday guys who are black who can play a character that goes through depression and not have to like defeat a supernatural entity. A guy who like, you know, is a crook who's just trying to get through shit. And I feel like Don Cheadle is probably one of the only black actors that we have, male, male black actors, who gets to do that. Like, just be different versions of what a man is. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, a lot of times you see, like, the black dudes is like, yeah, man, this nigga is big as shit and probably could beat the hell out of you. Whereas, like, you're looking at Don Cheadle in a fight, it's like, if he's scrappy, he probably can get through this. Which I'm like, it's always more fun to see, you know? So... I'm thankful for Don Cheadle, man. I'm just, you know, I just don't know if this movie helps anybody who's not Don Cheadle. But it was fun. I think it does, baby. No, that's real. That's real. What hey about guys, the dude that played Lonnie? Hey, hey, yeah, you keep bringing up Lonnie. They help Lonnie. You're right. He's in a scene with Don Cheadle. You're right. Um, I, Hey, guys, you know, there's some movies coming out like, you know, Snake Eyes and Jungle Cruise. Oh, we got to do Snake Eyes. And Escape Room 2. We gotta do. We gotta do Snake Eyes. Jungle, escape room too. Ju- Jungle know? Cruise. Jungle Cruise with the Rock. Jungle Cruise. I'm not as excited. We do. We do every Rock movie the weekend and come out. Can we just? Can we not do one? Can this be the one we don't do? <laughs> I mean, I'm down. To do, I'm, I'm down gonna to see do. this movie. I'm going to see Jungle Cruise. Right? Like, of course, I'm gonna see that. It's on my list of movies to see. 
But do we have to talk about <laughs> Suicide Squad? Oh, oh I'm seeing he, that. I'm seeing that. He, Your boy seeing the Suicide Squad. <laughs> I mean, I just want to see Jungle Cruise. The Cruz. Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. that's what it is? Is the Suicide Squad? Uh-huh. Respect. I would mind seeing Snake Eyes. Yeah, we must. We know that you want to see Snake Eyes. We must do Snake Eyes. Also, also my thing about Jungle Cruise is like, if, I mean, I, I mean, clearly it's not out yet, but it could be like a black Indiana Jones, which is what I've always wanted to be growing up is Indiana Jones. That's not what it is. Come on, Bray. You he, know that's he, not what it is. He's on a boat. I feel like, don't you he, feel like Jumanji, the first one? Of the, the yeah, walk into the jungle. That, that'll be that close. was black. That's closer well, to see, the... it, it's hard for me to consider that the character the rock plays isn't knowing. It's like it's still a white boy who's uncool. So it's like, uh... and even if he wasn't a white boy, say it was just like whoever, like he's not. <laughs> the, no, right. Like, he's not the. He's, he's not a video game. Yeah, yeah like he's yeah, not yeah. like outsmarting he's not people in and doing of, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, I would right, love well, it. Snake eyes. Yeah, sure. Woo! You can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmenpodcast.com is our website. You can find links to merchandise. we got t-shirts and phone cases and pillows. Also, we have a defunct Patreon. It's $5 a month. There's a year's worth of episodes on there if you haven't seen it. If you have, if you see, you've heard them all already, then, you know, you don't have to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to sell that one. Well, I, no, mean, listen, I mean, just so that we... people know that they, if they are continuing to subscribe, you know, just know that that's just to further support us. <laughs> it's not yeah. to receive new content. <laughs> right. Rate review us on iTunes. Give us five stars. We'll read your review on the air. This one is by but- Buttermack. We would be friends IRL, but there would be some shouting. Since finding your podcast a couple of years ago, I really began to focus on making sure my most viewed actors on Letterboxd are POC. And my oh my, I have have I had to watch some terrible movies just to get some very talented performers <laughs> in that top 20 Angela Bassett in Critters 4 and don't even get me Damn, started she's in Critters? Uh, Critters? Critters 4 4? Hold on Angela Bassett is in a lot of movies you didn't have to watch that one. You there's no way she's in Critters 4 you could have picked no way. you could have picked don't even one. get me started on how hard it is to keep POCs on that top directors list Hopefully one day Hollywood will listen and start giving us the opportunities to tell our stories. Keep up the good work. They said Critters 4. <laughs> She's in it. I just looked it up. They said, Critters but they four. said Angela Bassett, Critters 4. Like, if you're talking Angela Bassett. You got to keep it up. Got to watch all the films. You got to watch the whole filmography. And see, and there you go. Does Critters 4 help the cause? I guess it does. Also, y'all should watch, <laughs> even though we probably won't do it. Speaking of Angela Bassett, y'all should watch. Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake, where she's in it and she's awesome. Oh, we gotta do Netflix. that. Wait, hold on. We doing Gunpowder Milkshake next? No, she. No, that's not. A, there's no. She's lead. not the lead. Gunpowder Milkshake. She's not the lead. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Bonds, executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever! Forever!